Corkscrews and the Word Podcast. I am Brittany and I'm back for episode four. You're tuning in to a podcast where we are discussing making an impact through the Word of God. We're focusing on removing fear, spreading the Word, and making moves in the will of God by any means necessary. Before we get further into the episode, don't forget to subscribe or follow the show on the platform that you're using. As always, I love you guys for listening, and I greatly appreciate the support. So 2020. 2020 has been showing up and is showing out. And this year has been very eventful. And that's a very mild way of putting it. Extremely mild way of putting 2020. And right now, it is heavy for black people. It's heavy for black men, and it's heavy for black women. And today, I'm talking from the black woman's perspective. But if you're not a black woman, continue to tune in. I know you can find value and be blessed by this episode. You know, right now it's easy for black women to be frustrated and disappointed. The disrespect can come in all directions. Recently, I've seen a black woman being thrown in a trash dumpster. Literally a trash dumpster. I've seen a black woman getting knocked out by a man. Being knocked out cold by a man. I seen a black woman being forced into a freezer. It wasn't a prank. It wasn't a joke. And each of these incidents, there were other people around and no one did anything to stop it. And there was a story about a black girl. She was a 19-year-old Black Lives Matter activist. She shared her story about being raped. And then a few days later, she's found dead. And the policemen that killed Breonna Taylor, they are still free. And one thing about me is that I can be very sympathetic and empathetic, but I'm usually good with not allowing the troubles of the world to weigh down on me. But recently, it's been a bit different. I keep thinking about those video clips I've seen. And when I'm online, I see people disregarding black women and trying to minimize our voices. And it's very triggering. And and I have experienced people trying to minimize my voice. I have experienced being treated less than my worth. I have experienced men saying, yeah, I understand what black women go through, but, and then give an excuse why we aren't treated the way that we should. And it's so easy to shut down. You know, you may say, why bother? I have no support. I'm tired. I'm sick of fighting. But today, I'm here to encourage you to keep going. Keep going because you're not alone. It may feel like no one understands but God does. It may feel like hard times won't go away, but victory is coming. You may be crying every night and no one knows, but God does. He sees you. You are powerful. You are victorious. You are the apple of God's eye, and you deserve to be treated like the queen that you are. I don't care what your manager did or what he or she said about you. I don't care what your ex did to you. I don't care what your child's father is doing. I don't care what even your own family has against you. I don't care about your past. You are powerful. You are victorious. You are the apple of God's eye. And you still deserve to be treated like the queen that you are. God can turn your life around suddenly. God wants you to be blessed more than you want to be blessed. He loves you that much. And I just want to take some time to discuss two women in the Bible to put things into perspective for you. So Mary Magdalene, a lot of us know this story, but this was a woman who was possessed by seven 
demons. And Jesus casted out all seven demons. And then in the book of Luke, it discusses how Jesus went to different towns and villages. He went with his disciples and he brought a group of women as well. Guess who was one of those women? Mary Magdalene. So don't count yourself out. Mary Magdalene had a past, but she was walking with Jesus. God has chosen you. He wants you to lead. He wants you at that table. I don't care who believes you shouldn't be there. Show up and show out. Just like Mary Magdalene, you are walking with Jesus. You are not alone. Don't allow others to intimidate you. You may not fit in, but you belong. Too many times we feel as if if we don't fit in, we don't belong. So we change or adjust our personality. But God has you where you are because of who he has made you to be. God is going to promote you because of your obedience to him. And promotion doesn't always mean in the workplace. Promotion is elevation. It's increase. It's advancement. So you may have made poor financial decisions in the past, but you can still get your house. You may have used drugs in the past, but your triumph story can still inspire people. You may have been fired, but you can still be a successful business owner. Your past doesn't dictate your future. The only thing your past should do for you is teach you what to do or what not to do moving forward. So stop getting caught up about your past. There's absolutely nothing you can do about something that has already taken place. God wants you to walk with him upward and onward. He delivered you from that. So praise him and believe for better. And also, I think about the story of Esther. So Esther was a Jew and she married King Xerxes. And the Jews were trying to adjust to living in Persia because they were driven out of Israel. And her uncle Mordecai told Esther, you know, don't don't tell them you're a Jew. And so she did it. So Haman, he was someone who was powerful in the kingdom, but he wasn't a king, but he acted like he was a king. And he wanted people to bow down to him as if he was the king. But Uncle Mordecai wasn't going for that. So he was so upset about it. Haman was so upset about it that he asked the king to kill the Jews. Esther found out about this. So she decided to fast. She decided to pray. And she then puts her plan in motion. She went to see the king. And the king asked her what she needed. And she just said, I would like to have a dinner, a banquet, and let's invite Haman. So the king granted her wish. And at dinner, Haman is there. He is happy. Devil don't even know what's coming. And the king asked her at dinner. He said, okay, what is it that you really want? And she said, you know what? Let's have another dinner. Let's invite Haman back. And then I'll really tell you what I want. So the king says, okay. So they're at dinner. And the king asked her, now tell me what is it that you really want? And she asked that my life, her life, be spared along with the lives of her people. Make sure that their lives are spared as well because they're going to kill us. So the king is surprised and shocked. He said, well, who's going to do such a thing? Who's going to kill you? And she says, Haman. And so the king had Haman executed. And there's so many things with this story. But for time's sake, I'll only touch on a few things. Esther dared to be bold. She dared to make her request known. Women, compared to men, we tend to settle more. For example, women compared to men, we don't negotiate for higher salaries as much as men. 
how many of us have accepted less than our worth? Rather, if it's through our work life, our social relationships, our romantic relationships, we have to be bolder. We have to make our requests known and understand that regardless of what happens, it will be okay. So, quick story. I remember I was dating a guy and he just really did not value me as a woman. But, you know, I didn't want to be a nag. You know, I didn't want to be a nag. I didn't want to seem so high maintenance. I didn't want to seem, you know, that I was full of drama. I was, you know, trying to show him I'm down to earth. I'm, I'm laid back. And, you know, maybe hopefully things will change. Of course they didn't. But at that time, I began to get so frustrated and so annoyed. And I ended up, you know, ending things eventually. But because I just couldn't do it anymore. But I allowed myself to be drained. I allow myself to be frustrated. I allow myself to be annoyed because I wasn't bold enough earlier to distance myself and realize that everything would be okay. I was so consumed about what someone else was going to think of me that I lowered the expectations of what I was willing to deal with. So for any woman who is not being cherished or valued or you're being disrespected, but you feel you need this man, I promise you, you don't. Maybe he's paying the bills. Maybe you're afraid of being lonely. I promise you, you will be okay. You just have to believe that you're going to be okay. And it's not only for romantic relationships. It can be for friendships. Maybe you're in a toxic friendship and you're afraid to remove yourself or distance yourself because you're afraid to lose that friend since high school or since college or even since middle school. You're allowing the people in your life to play God. God would take care of all of your needs. And also about Esther, she was strategic. As women, as black women, things aren't just given to us. We can accomplish our goals, but we have to think quicker. We have to think smarter. We have to be sharp. We're in a chaotic season, but we don't operate like the world. With God's strategy, we can win and we will win even in a pandemic. One of the things for me that I pray for is for me to think quicker, you know, and, you know, sometimes I'm one of those people that if you tell a joke, I will get the joke, but I won't get the joke until after everyone laughed. So I'm one of those people. And so, and I'm the same way when it comes to other things as well. I will hear something that doesn't sit well with me and I have to go back and think about it. I'm thinking, did that person really say that? Am I thinking too much into it? Or maybe they didn't mean it that way. And by the time I build up enough courage to actually say something, I don't. Because, you know, I don't want to stir the pot. I'd rather allow myself to be unsettled rather than being at peace and addressing the issue. And as black women, I understand, you know, we don't want to play into the stereotypes of the angry black woman. We don't want to be viewed as hell raisers. But when we lower or take away our own voice and our power, we're telling everyone in the world that they matter more than we do. And we are no longer going to walk on eggshells around people. We are not going to dim our light to make others comfortable. We're not lowering our standards. We're not trying to fit in. We are called to to be set apart. We're not blending in. And to be honest, it's still uncomfortable settling in on the outside. It's not an easy position. It's not a comfortable position, but we got work to do. This is a spiritual warfare, and the devil is using people in the world to take us out one by one, but we will not allow that to happen. It is time for us to rise up and remember who and whose we are and walk on the earth as such. So pray. 
I can't emphasize this enough. Pray. Your relationship with God is going to carry you through these times. We need to draw closer to him. He has all of the answers we need. He has an infinite amount of wisdom. We cannot win these battles alone. We cannot win these battles doing things our way. We cannot win these battles trying to figure things out on our own. That's why we're tired. That's why we're drained. That's why we're frustrated. But this is the best part. God is waiting for us to turn to him. So we pray, but also fast. Fast so that you can get rid of the the distractions. This is a time we need to listen to God and listen closely. No distractions. Right now, I am fasting from social media. And I don't post a lot on social media, but I spend way too much time on there. You know, I'm going to post a podcast, but that's it. But there are things I see on social media that really disturbs my spirit. And it's one thing to be well informed. It's another to take in garbage. And it's a lot of garbage on social media. However, a healthy connection with social media is good. But for me, it was time for me to take a pause. Your fast may involve TV. It may involve food. It may involve embracing a new routine. But whatever you're fasting from, replace it with spending more time with God. Don't substitute it with a new distraction. This should be a time to bring you closer to God. And I'm praying and fasting because there are things I need God to do in my life. And I know there are things that God wants to do in your life. But we want to ensure we're in the right position. I understand that God is going to do things in his own time. But I want to ensure we're in the right position. I don't want to be in my own way. God may be ready to take your business to the next level, but you're still wasting your time at your current nine to five. You may be at the wrong job. You may be in the wrong relationship. You may need to get involved in the community more. It's time for us to get in position so God can use us. So we pray, we fast, but also we remove what's weighing us down. You know what's weighing you down. It's those things that's robbing you of your peace. Those things that are on your mind when you're trying to rest. It's those things that's making it hard for you to get up in the morning. Those things that are hurting your soul. Remove the weights. We can't rise with unnecessary baggage. We gotta let it go. Removing it may mean removing that apology from your lips. Someone may need to make amends. Apologizing doesn't make you weak. Removing your weights may mean confronting an issue. Removing your waist may mean distancing yourself from those not growing with you. And again, you know what's weighing you down. We got to let it go. Your story is still being written. And regardless of how bad this chapter may seem, things will get better. God is with us. He loves us. He sees us. So remember, you are powerful. You are victorious. You are the apple of God's eye, and you deserve to be treated like the queen that you are. So, Lord, we come to you in prayer, and we want to say thank you. Thank you for everything you have done for us and everything you are about to do for us. 
Lord, we ask that you wrap your arms around us right now. We need your comfort. We need your guidance. And regardless of what's going on in the world, we know that you are El Shaddai. You are God Almighty. We know that you have the power to turn our situation around. We know that our situation doesn't last forever. So whatever my sister is going through, Lord, we say that it's already handled. We know relationships are being restored. We know money is about to pour in. We know you're turning the situation at the job around. Father, we ask that you give us strength as we go through new territory, as we face new giants. We ask that you make us bolder because we know with you, giants will fall and we have the victory. So God, watch over each and every one of us. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Again, I love you all for listening to the show today. Spread this to someone else. Spread this to a sister. Share this with a sister. You never know what someone is going through. Don't assume someone is okay because of how they look. They may have been going through a battle for so long, they just know how to disguise it so well at this point. So please, please, please share it and let me know your feedback. Share your thoughts with me. If you've been blessed, let me know. Follow me on Instagram, corkscrews underscore and underscore the word or at valiance underscore B. And remember, subscribe or follow the podcast, Corkscrews and the Word Podcast. With everything going on in our country, keep your hands in God's hands. Stick with God. Stick with God. And again, I thank you for listening. And until next time, be blessed.